living longer and staying healthier. It's Healthy Talk with Dr. Michael Smith, MD. Here's your host, Dr. Mike. So what is the future of telomerase medicine? I'm here with Dr. Michael Fossil. He's the former director of the American Aging Association, and he's the founding editor of Rejuvenation Research and author of the book, The Telomerase Revolution. Dr. Fossil, welcome to Healthy Talk. Thank you, Michael. Pleasure to be here. So let's just recap real quick what, again, the telomerase is, what it really does for us, and why you're so excited about it. It does something that no other therapy can do. What it does is reset your genes so they act like young cells again. Um, here's a funny analogy. Say that we were back in 1940 and we wanted to cure polio. I don't care what individual drug you needed. What you needed was immunization to, to prevent polio. And we've been doing the same sort of thing with age-related diseases. We've been trying to cure things with individual genes, individual drugs. We need to be a little smarter. We need to sort of step it up one level. And that's where we're going with telomerase. Now let me know. So this, it, it, there is a question here, and and I've heard this. Um, you know, I, I do, uh, Doctor Fossil. I travel throughout the country, and I get to do talks, and I speak, and I've talked about telomeres and the benefit of extending the tel, all that kind of stuff. So, and and I think I think you're right. I think my audience, most people, at least in the the supplement industry, are fam- familiar with telomeres. And but a question does pop up on occasion, and it's an interesting question. If you have an old cell that really should be dying off pretty soon, and I extend the telomere by turning on telomerase, am I just helping that old cell be old? Uh, is there a greater chance that that cell can become cancerous because I'm just helping an older cell not die off? What are your thoughts? Well, a couple of things come up in mind. First is, if you do this with an old cell, what you end up with is a young cell. Uh, it's been done in the lab, as I say, 16 years ago. There's no question that you're not just making an old cell live longer as an old cell. You're making it into acting like a young cell again. Um, that brings up another question, which is there have been some people suggested we should just kill off all the old cells. Well, the problem with that is it means all the young cells now have to divide, replace the young, the, the missing cells, and therefore they get older. So all you're doing is accelerating aging. <laughs> just got rid of old cells. But that other question you came up with, the cancer, has been around for 20 years. And um, it was originally a very good question. Now it's just a, a moderately good question. Um, luckily, what we've discovered is that, one, the data supports that it appears to be not a, nearly the risk we thought it would be, um, and two, the logic of it has begun to make sense now. So what we find is this. If you extend telomeres, it does what's called stabilizing the genome. And what you do is you find that your ability to repair DNA damage, which underlies most cancers, goes way up, back to that of what it was in a two-year-old. Now, you get cancers, people inherit, and there's not much we can do about that. But most cancers have to do with mutation, damage that occurs within your cells. And most of us repair that damage. Since this phone call started, you and I have probably had DNA damage in every cell in our body, and we've repaired it in every cell in the body. But as we get older, the rate of repair goes down. When we put in telomerase, the rate of repair goes right up again. So probably what we're doing, and again, so far the data supports this, is that you're protecting people against cancer rather than causing cancer. Well, mostly. Um, there's still some concern that we have if you have a cell that has already become cancerous, um, what happens if you sort of extend its lifespan a little bit but don't repair the DNA fast enough? That's a good question. Um, so let me put it to you this way, though. Um, let's say that, that we find that there's one in a thousand risk of creating a cancer with telomerase. On the other hand, you've got early Alzheimer's, and you know that the risk of death from Alzheimer's is now 100%. I'd take the drug. Um, we don't know what the risk is. 
we know that it's a lot smaller than we used to think it was, but we've got a lot to learn still, Michael. I agree with you. Right, yeah, so so in the in the context of you know a healthy person extending telomeres, you're seeing lots of benefit to the cell. The cell is acting younger. There's more repair, and that's all great. In the context of established cancer, there's more questions there. I know that in the out of in the Sens in, uh, Sens Institute that Dr. Aubrey de Grey runs, he's a very famous. Uh, uh, physician, uh, not a physician. He's a PhD, but he's a very famous researcher in in aging medicine, and they're using telomerase inhibitors to actually kill cancer cells because the cancer cells don't have any telomeres anymore and they die off faster. So it is some fascinating research going on. Um, let's let's move this. Let's move the discussion though into you know some more common things. You know Alzheimer's. You know very very prevalent in the developing countries. Uh, matter of fact, it seems to really only happen in developing countries, which is interesting. What kind of role does, you know, the telomerase play in Alzheimer's disease? Well, that's interesting, uh, because a lot of people, and there used to be people who don't understand the pathology, mm-hmm. have argued that telomerase couldn't play a role, because in general, neurons don't divide, so telomeres don't shorten. Well, neurons do divide, but not very often, so it's fair enough. Um, the problem is that it's not the neurons that are the mm-hmm. original problem as Alzheimer's. They're sort of the, the innocent bystander. And it looks like the, the pathology really begins with a cell called the microglia, which divide all the time. So what you find is that for the past, well, forever, but certainly if we look at pharmacology in the last 20 years, people have been going after beta amyloid, for example, and getting nowhere. But this was, I, I taught a, a course last year on Ebola. It would be like me trying to treat Ebola by giving you Tylenol to lower the fever. That doesn't treat Ebola. But that's what we've been doing with regard to Alzheimer's. We're going after beta amyloid, which plays a role, but it's not the cause of the disease. It's sort of the result of the disease. Same right, with right. taut tangle and so on. So, yeah, we need to go a little deeper, a little smarter, a little more thoughtful about what we do, and then I think we can cure it. We'll find out. We're going to do it. Yeah, so there's, are, is there um, plans for a telomerase study in, in Alzheimer's patients at this point? Uh, we're in what's called the pre-pre-IND phase with FDA, we're trying to develop our strategy. Um, and we're aiming at a human Alzheimer's trial, hopefully in about two years, maybe a year, but depends on what we can do. Um, and doing exactly that, we're going to reset telomerase in patients with moderate Alzheimer's and see if we can cure the disease. The animal study, we probably can. Yeah. So, so now what? And let's back up. And maybe I missed this, so forgive me, Dr. Fossil. What, what are you using to to activate telomerase? We're using a normal um, a normal human gene. We're using the telomerase gene. What we're doing is uh, we have a hard time figuring out how to turn it on and off by itself. It's a little beyond what we need to do technically. But what we can do is take the normal telomerase gene, put it into the cells we're looking at, turn it on, reset their pattern of gene expression, and what you find is that when we do that, the animals begin to behave like normal young animals again. For example... Uh, they can walk, they do mazes, they can avoid unusual odors, they can uh, go across a tightrope, things like that. Things that are typically not found in older people. And these mice begin to act like younger mice again. So let's see if we can do this with Alzheimer's as well. So this, yeah, so this is real, this is true gene therapy. And, and I think you mentioned in a, in a previous segment that some of the oral, um, you know, uh, telomerase activators, um, or maybe don't work as well. I know. The, I, I think there's one that's quite expensive out there. We don't need to go into the brand or anything, but 
Um, so what's your feeling about some of those, some of the oral supplements that claim they can turn on telomerase? Well, there are a couple of problems with that. Um, one problem, as you just mentioned, which is most of the sources are expensive. Again, not even mentioning sources. The second problem is you don't know what you've got. Somebody can claim that they've got a telomerase activator, but is it true or not? Um, it's very hard to find it. Third problem is, let's say you can afford it. Let's say you're absolutely sure that you've got a, a true telomerase activator. Uh, our best estimates are that the ones that are available commercially are only about 5% as effective as what we need to do. There's no evidence that they stop Alzheimer's, for example, which or turn it around, which is what we'd like to do. So Dr. Fossil is the author of The Telomerase Revolution, and Dr. Fossil, you didn't mention this was uh, available on Amazon. Uh, is there a website that you would like my listeners to go to learn about your book or purchase your book? I, I would probably go to Amazon.com. It's where most of us sort of go these days. It's true. Um, I have my own website, and then there's a biotech website where we're going to pursue this research, but it's, we'll see where we get there. So um, congratulations on the book, and, and, and it's a fascinating field, isn't it, the, the telomerase, and I, and I think you're on to something, and um, it's going to be fun watching where your research in Alzheimer's go. I think uh, you're going to have some exciting results, so good luck to that. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well.